What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Wednesday, so we are halfway through the week, and it's been really slow. Just really, really slow. Uh, things have seemed to have slowed down, and I don't, I don't necessarily believe that there's a huge summer slowdown as much as most people make it out to be. I do believe that more people are outside in the summer and stuff, and they're willing to go out and maybe spend a little bit less time on their phones and that kind of a thing. But I mean, summer slowdowns for me, they seem a little bit odd because you have so many kids that are home from school, both in you know high school, college, even younger than that. And so with so many people home not having anything to do, a large percentage of Americans, these kids all have access to Poshmark and eBay and Amazon. It's really not that crazy to imagine them using their parents' account or having their own account to buy things on. So Again, I don't really necessarily buy into the whole fact that people may or may not buy less in the summer. There, there's definitely data to show that they buy less in the summer than they do in the fall. But it's just, it seems a little bit odd that all of a sudden when all these people are home and all these kids are home, that the sales wouldn't at least go up whether it's parents buying them stuff or kids buying them stuff. But regardless, it's been slow this week and it's been like that all around. Uh, the place that I work, I've been super busy, but things seem to have quieted down a little bit there and then just in my own business things have definitely hit a bit of a standstill and I'm blaming that a lot on the fact that the items that I have right now have taken a little bit of a dip in value and I'm still trying to get a little bit of a premium on them and there really haven't been many sneaker releases and I haven't been sourcing nearly as much as I probably would like to and I haven't been able to, or I haven't been listing that much. Um, so I've been getting maybe two listings out a day, plus the uh, relisting thing where I will take and sell similar of all my items that are about to end that day and relist them using a sell similar so it looks like a new listing to eBay. But outside of that, I'm not really doing anything, uh, a whole lot of listing. And it goes back to the fact that I'm not sourcing a ton, which is kind of a problem because I want to be able to get a lot of I want to be able to make money and flip it very quickly. And so that's just something where I'm going to need to do a lot more research. There are a bunch of releases that I'm going to be going after today. So that's something I'm excited about. Uh, but they're later this evening, so I won't be able to I won't be able to do that till, you know, later today. So it's been quiet. I didn't make a whole lot of sales. I made one sale today, and I actually got myself into a little bit of a problem because uh, one of the sales that I made yesterday ended up getting canceled or the buyer asked me to cancel it and they said, hey, I'd like to cancel this. And I said, well, that's fine, you can cancel it. I'm not going to because maybe they forget or whatever. Um, but the other sale that I had from a couple weeks ago, I got a uh, return started today and that was largely my fault. It was actually all my fault. And so what I did was the Jordan 11 Concord sketch, I think that was the name of the colorway, came out either two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And they finally got to my house last week and I shipped them out on Monday morning and the buyer messaged me today and said, hey, what's going on? I ordered a size 12, you sent me a size 10 and a half. And now I'm not really sure what happened. I don't know why on earth I said size 12. I was very certain I changed all my sizes on sneakers to 12s. And so 
I went back and looked at the email they sent me right after the order was confirmed and it said size 10 and a half. I looked at the order on sneakers app and it said it was size 10 and a half. So somewhere along the line, I ordered a size 10 and a half for no reason and thought it was a size 12, which is what I was trying to get. And then the buyer was not happy with that. And so clearly they weren't and it was one and a half sizes too small for their foot. And so I apologized and I said, hey, I'm very, very sorry about this. This isn't something I do very often and I feel free to take advantage of the free return policy I have and you'll get a shipping label for free. And so that kind of a thing bails me out a lot. Having free returns on bails me out from getting negative feedback just because people are usually easier going when they know that they're not going to have to pay to return something. And the fact that eBay, if you have free returns enabled, will give you a they'll basically take away any negative feedback that you have barring that you take the return. So it works out. It works out in that respect. And so for me, I wasn't really that worried about getting a negative feedback, but you know, it's just a pain of having to call eBay and actually tell them, Hey, I got a negative feedback here. Would you mind removing it? I, I gave them the return and everything. And so that's, that's just kind of the, the issue there at that point. Um, but they ended up being fine with it. They said, okay, just you know, send me a label or whatever. And I explained to them that they have to actually go and hit the return button and they get a label. But outside of that, they, you know, they had no prior uh, experience on eBay. So hopefully I didn't just scar that person for life, which is kind of a problem. I hate when I accidentally screw something up on an, a person that's just starting out because either you know they get a bad impersonation and they get a bad impression of eBay where they're kind of like, they think that it's kind of scammy or not legitimate and that's not something you want to leave your customers feeling like and I don't like that because I don't want people to go away from eBay because that's obviously where I sell a lot of my products. So that's just something that I like to try and keep going but the thing that really gets me out of a lot of problems whenever I screw something up like that or maybe I screw up a shipping or or I sell something to a place I didn't mean to um, and so I need to cancel it or something like that, um, I will oftentimes go through, spend an extra minute, I'll go through eBay, I will sort everything by buy it now and then lowest and look for the lowest uh, cost, sort by like, sort the items by the lowest cost and then I will find the items that have the lowest cost and I will send that in the eBay response to them and say, hey, I know that you wanted this item and I'm sorry I can't deliver on that but here is another item that is the exact same and for less money. And I'll always try and find them a better deal because they may not know how eBay works, but I definitely do. And you probably do too, where you know how to look for a better deal on eBay than you would if you just searched the item and searched it by uh, best match, which is what they defaulted to. And so I'll look for a buy it now. I'll typically look for something with free shipping unless I know that the person is really close to me because what you don't want to have happen is you don't want it to be like sorted by uh, buy it now and then lowest amount then have calculated shipping in there and for you it may be like you know eight dollars nine dollars ten dollars because you may be in the same state as that person that's selling the item but if you're like me you're in pa and then the person that you sold the item to is in california it's obviously going to be a lot more to ship it from somewhere in pa to california than from somewhere in pa to another place in pa so that's just something to keep in mind that's why i typically look for free shipping stuff just because it's it, it's the same cost for me as the buyer i'm not gonna have to worry about it being way more for them and then feeling like i'm just not paying attention I put in a little bit of extra work and that's mainly because I screwed up. I, I would rather put in the work whenever I'm sending them a response in an email or I guess in an eBay message 
than later having to call eBay and explain that I got a negative feedback and that they were, you know, this person was upset with me and I messed something up. And I know that they'll take it away because, like I said, I offer free returns. I just don't want to have to do that. It's it's such it, it's such a a longer experience having to call in, wait for them to call you back, and that kind of a thing than just dealing with the buyer, getting it over with, and and that's and that's that. And so that's really what I would encourage you to do if you screw something up kind of be very apologetic and, and own up to your mistake. I think a lot of buyers like that and a lot of them are appreciative whenever you say, hey, like I, I didn't mean to do this. I'm a single seller. I got a lot going on and sometimes I screw things up and I feel really bad that it was for you. What is that guy doing? Sorry, some idiot just did a U-turn in the middle of like a four-lane highway, which was, that was actually kind of impressive. I don't know how he did that. But anyway, um, yeah, so you... You um, you need to a good way of going about it is basically owning up to the, owning up to the mistake, saying, "Hey, I obviously screwed this up. I feel really bad. I don't mean to, you know, kind of have. I don't mean to carry out business like this. Um, I'm a small business, and I would really like to make it up to you. I have free shipping on or free returns, so I'd encourage you to take advantage of that. Even if you don't have free returns on." It's going to be a free return if the buyer got something that wasn't what they ordered. So just say that you have free returns and they'll be fine. And then you can take the return. And I always, always, always try and send them a link to another product and save them time. I don't want them to have to spend more time. And I want it to be legitimate too. I don't just want to look really quick. I mean, I'll put the extra two, three minutes of of very easy eBay searching in to save them time because they really don't know what they're doing. And it saves me time because I don't have to go through and call eBay and explain my whole situation should they leave me a negative feedback. So that is what's worked for me. I don't think I've ever gotten a negative feedback doing that to somebody. Whenever I screw something up and I respond with, hey, I'm super sorry, here's a link to one that isn't mine, but it's the same thing and it's at a cheaper price. People usually are really, really receptive to that. One, because you just saved them a bunch of money and two, uh, you know, they, they're, they're understanding. They realize that you care about them when you're doing something like that. So it works out for me a good bit. I would encourage you if you really screw something up like that, you send them a size 10 shoe and you meant to size them a when you meant to send them a size 12, you can easily fix the problem by doing that. So that being said, I'm going to go, you guys have a good one and I'll get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.